Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Could They Be an Athlete? Episode 12, to be exact. I'm Emily Liker. And I'm Christina Long. And we're your hosts, as always. Um, today it's just the two of us, no special guests. But we are have a little bit to talk about before we get into our characters for the episode, which is WandaVision. Let's talk about WandaVision. Yeah. So I loved it. Yeah. Which, before we talk anymore, spoilers if you haven't seen the whole thing. Yeah. But... Yeah, it was phenomenal. Did you? We never really discussed. We watched the finale. We we watched the whole show together, but we never really discussed the finale and like our thoughts. Now that we've had some time to process, what did you think about the finale? I thought it was good. I think I was let down, but I think it's only because we live in such a time of instant gratification that like I wanted something more in that moment to like become apparent of where and like yes, they gave us where it's going with like the whole end credits thing but like I wanted to hear Strange's voice or like her be in the sanctum like something a little more obvious of like what was going to be the moving forward point and like there was a lot of questions left unanswered that I'm like how are they gonna put that in the Doctor Strange movie like where's white vision what about the children? Like, all that stuff. I don't know. What were your thoughts? I enjoyed it, but when I look back on the first episodes, I liked the first, like, three or four so much more than I liked the last, like, three mm. or four. And obviously they're a different format, and that was just going to be the nature of how the show is set up. Like, the fun part about the first few episodes is that you don't really know what's going on. You're trying to figure out what's happening. And then obviously once what's happening is revealed, it's going to be a, that's a different feeling entirely. And so I think I enjoyed the like, what's happening? Like, whoa, the cliffhangers more than I enjoyed the explanation for them later. But I felt the same way about like, I mean, people have been talking about the white vision thing and it's like, obviously they're probably using that as a way to like tease future movies and things. But they just, the fact that they just abandoned White Vision entirely, it's not like they gave you a tease about, like, oh, he's off to go do this. We'll see yeah. him do that later. It just, he just vanishes. Like, yeah, he just it's, flies It's off. like they forgot about it. Mm-hmm. It's really weird. Yeah. I I would say the same thing about, like, not being, I would say the last two episodes I wasn't stoked about. The one with Wanda's backstory, very emotionally moving. I thought it was a good episode. It was just a little slow for me mm-hmm. based on where we were in the series. If that had been, like, a episode six or seven instead of episode eight or nine I think I would have been more inclined to be like okay it feels like we're building towards something but knowing there was only one episode left I'm like why are we getting all of this so late in the game and because I didn't really get why it was happening like I didn't understand why Agnes slash Agatha was like doing all this I think I mean I they sort of explain it as like She's trying to figure out how Wanda got this power because she wants to know how to get it herself and whatever. She's trying to confirm her suspicion that Wanda's the Scarlet Witch and whatever. But I just think, I just, the whole time I was just kind of like, so why is she doing this? Because it seemed like she was like having fun with it. And it was, it seemed at times like she was doing it for Wanda's benefit and then at times for her own. So I was confused by like why it was happening. Yeah. I would say like in terms of like what my favorite episodes were, it was probably like four. That's the one that comes to mind, which is when they first mm-hmm. like switch to like you're starting to get fun. the outside because like you're getting a little bit of both and like you're just starting to figure out things and like it felt like especially watching that before any of the other episodes came out, it felt like so much there's so much possibility. And then of course like episode end of episode five is when you get uh Evan Peters, mm-hmm. which another thing I was like I get it. That's what Marvel does. They tease you and then like, but that felt 
rude to me. Mm-hmm. Especially because you know mutants are coming in, and now they've, like, completely removed... So are they going to recast everyone? Because it wouldn't make sense to have him be in this universe but not be himself. Like, I guess, they like, the multi really hard to retcon. Yeah, yeah. It feels really hard to, like, find a way around it now that they've just been like, oh, yeah, it was, he was just there to be a dick joke. Yeah. Like... It would be really, really hard to retcon that and still have Evan Peters be, be Pietro. Which, be like, really yeah, I don't know. That was rough. But, I mean... It was good. Overall, it was good. Yeah. And I, I loved agree. it a lot. I enjoyed the show. I'm not that critical of viewer of things. Like, I can recognize the faults with it and still say I was entertained. Yeah. And that's what matters. Mm-hmm. And I'm very excited for Falcon and Luke. Oh, I'm so excited. My fa- Captain America, my favorite part of the Marvel franchise, and two of my favorite characters. I just love them. And I have always wanted to see them in less of a sidekick role. And I'm so excited for, like, the buddy cop, like, yes. kind of thing that we're going to get. Yeah. Especially since they, like, don't like each other. And I'm so excited that we get more Sam. Mm-hmm. I cannot wait for more Sam. Yeah. The personality of those two. Like, there's just, you have not gotten a lot of it at all. And they've been such instrumental parts of the later end of the franchise, for sure, that, like, it's going to be so nice to, like, see more of who they are outside of having Cap always be there, which, like, is going to be sad in some regards. And I know there's a lot of, like, rumors floating around that will probably open with the Cap funeral is what the first episode will open with because they've they've shown that in the trailers that that's going to happen at some point, even though he's not dead. It's going to hurt me a but lot. But it's, it's going to be painful. <laughs> it's going to be very hard for me. But, it's... yeah, I don't know. I'm excited for them. I'm excited for What's-Her-Face. Why am I blanking on her name? The blonde girl. Oh, I don't actually know her Sharon. name Sharon. Sharon Carter. I don't like Sharon. And I think it's because I'm mad at her for making out with Steve. Yeah. <laughs> Which, that's not on, that's not on Sharon. That's on the writers. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. not on her as a kid. Like, they could have not done yeah, that. that was annoying. Um, Peggy for life. <laughs> yeah, I think she'll, I think she'll be really fun. Baron Zemo coming back. I'm yeah. curious about that. That'll be really interesting. Yeah. and he has like a suit now. I don't uh, know. My bold prediction, and maybe this is something that's already been revealed and I just haven't read enough. I think he'll be good by the end of the series. Like, really? he'll be a good guy. Like, teamed up with them by the end of the really? season. That's my bold... That's my, like, way too early top 25 that picks. That would be very interesting. That's my, that's my thing. I have no idea about his comics history. I don't either. Or anything about that. But I... That would be interesting. That's just the vibe I get. Because I feel like he's already been a villain. They can't have him be the villain for the whole season. Yeah, that's So there's, that's ob- true. there's, there's gonna obviously going to be someone else. But he's been such a highly advertised character that he must be in all the episodes. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's my, that's my take um, on that. But I guess we should probably get to the main, the main content of this episode, which is Katniss Everdeen and Peeta Malark from the Hunger Games franchise. New franchise for us. After all that Marvel talk, we, uh, we're, we're on a new franchise. So much Marvel talk. Thought we should spice it up. We are fresh off. We just watched all the trailers for all four movies. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, this franchise rules. It's yeah. so good. And I, I forget about it. And, like, I loved it when it was a thing. It was, like, before I became a One Direction stan, oh. I was a Hunger Games stan. <laughs> yeah. This was, like, my intro- This was my gateway drug to mm-hmm. stan culture. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, like, in similar ways, I, I was never a One Direction stan, but, like, I was huge into, like, all of the dystopian stuff that was going on at that time. So, like, Hunger Games, Divergent... Um, there's another one that I was like, yes, this franchise. But those two were the main ones. Um, 
And yeah, I mean, we were watching the trailers, and it's funny, we're both reporters and know that we should always have our recorder on, but we were, like, watching the trailers and, like, having this, like, riveting conversation <laughs> about, like, politics in the Hunger Games franchise and how this dystopian world feels the most realistic about out of like a lot of the ones that are in pop culture like it just feels like something that would happen and I think a lot of it is because especially when you get to the later stuff where it's more of about like the uprising and like them against the capital it's more it's less about the war and the you know you get enough of the war and the combat and the explosions and whatever but you also get so much of the behind the scenes and the strategy and the public opinion. There's so yeah. much playing with public opinion mm-hmm. and manipulation of media and things like that. And that's, you know, now that it, for a YA series, it's fascinating how much, because in the books it's there. And then in the movies, mm-hmm. they don't ignore it. And yeah. I think for a YA series, it's fascinating how much that holds up. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think it's interesting because there's been a lot of talk, like, I mean, just within the past year, last summer especially, like, I remember being on TikTok as much as I was, like, <laughs> obviously, like, like this was one of the things that came back, was, like, the Hunger Games, more in a mocking way than some of the other stuff, but also in a, like, we feel, like, we, as in, like, our generation and, like, the people, like, a couple years younger than us, this feels familiar, like, what's happening in our country feels familiar because we've seen these films, we've read these books mm-hmm. where, like, old men are getting dragged away from crowds and killed or like Mm -hmm. beaten and stuff like that's stuff we literally saw happen last summer Mm -hmm. um which was interesting and I like wrote about that in a I'm in a young adult literature class I don't remember what I what the question was but I wrote about it in a discussion post and my teacher was like that's very intriguing and I was like great (laughs) well look at you getting discussion points I was like I'm glad you thought so but yeah I mean the politics is super interesting um we were also just talking on a less serious note the, like, people involved in the franchise, like, simpler times, man. I miss when Jennifer Lawrence was America's sweetheart. When she I tripped it. at the, what was it, the Oscars? Yeah. yeah, when she was, like, everyone was, like, oh, my God, she talks about how she eats. I love her. And, like, <laughs> a middle school we, me was, like, oh, my God, I love her. Food. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, when everyone, you know, all the middle school girls were heartbroken when they found out Josh Hutcherson was really short. And, like, oh, yes. When he was, like, when he was, like, white boy of the month every month. Yeah, that yeah. was, like, Josh That was Hutcherson. such a good time things were good yeah. then. we were oh. happy <laughs> yeah yeah and it was after I mean for both of us it was after sixth grade which yeah I mean, classically been, yeah sixth grade I think I was in seventh grade which seventh grade is I think, I think I just as hard for the move for the beginning of the movies because I remember being in my seventh grade choir Oh, and I remember it was mm-hmm. always what we talked about at choir and we had a really uptight up, uptight uptight choir director <laughs> And she was always getting mad at us because we were just gabbing about the Hunger Games oh and showing God. each other Hunger Games memes on Facebook. Yeah, I, I'm i pretty sure it was for the first movie. So, background that's a little outside Hunger Games. The first, like, midnight premiere, because this was the time when going to midnight premieres, oh. besides Marvel, was super, super big. Yeah. Like, I don't know how much Simpler of a thing times. that was before Again. that. I know. I Beautiful wish stuff. I could go to a midnight premiere still and not feel like I was going to be exhausted by the time I get to the movie. But, um... The first one I was, like, allowed to go to was Deathly Hollows Part 2, I think? Part 1? One of the Deathly Hollows movies. And so then by the time this movie rolled around, like, everyone I knew was allowed right. to go to it. So we, like, literally, like, my entire class dressed up, 
I'm trying to pull up the picture oh. so I can get your reaction live on tape because they're oh boy they're on my what Facebook character still. were you oh my friend and I were people from the Capitol which I saw a TikTok about this recently and this girl was like why did I do this at 13 and that is also how I feel I don't I mean, know why like these the, are still on my Facebook, but they, they were, are. Like, the fashion ones. Yeah. It would have been a fun costume, mm. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we all went. There was like 30 of us there between like class and like siblings and stuff. And we basically got like a whole theater to ourselves for the movies. Oh my Geeked God. out. Totally. Oh, I think actually I dressed up. The first one I just wore like a, sh- we all made shirts okay. that said like the Hunger Games and stuff. Catching oh fire was when I went as oh. as a as a capital person. Oh, I swear, I'm trying to think of what album these would be in. Oh, okay. Here is. Yeah, this is January nineteenth, twenty fourteen. Here's me and all my classmates Wait, in the where theater. Where are you? <gasps> oh, your little brains! Oh, uh, all of us is, in the theater. Is that girl's face painted white? Yes. <laughs> She was dressed up as a capital person, I think, for that. <gasps> yeah. Um, let's see. If I can click around, find where the other picture is. This other one is just horrendous. Her oh. Ready? Oh god. Okay. <laughs> okay. This is me and my like best friend from home. <laughs> you look like that looks like a JoJo Siwa costume. I don't think JoJo Siwa was like a thing yet, but yes. She definitely wasn't. Um, headband definitely from like Justice or Claire's. It's like rainbow zippers. Um, <laughs> my Mockingjay pin, this dress and boa. I love the jean jacket. Yeah. The, the boa as like a Probably because my tutu. mom told me I needed a jacket to wear. The boa as a tutu is really a moment. Yeah painted eyebrows yeah i was gonna say you have the eye makeup going yeah wow fucking wild we also me and that same friend they after the first movie their press tour their press tour went to a bunch of random places they came to university village in seattle which is like the shopping outlet super close to uw oh and her the jennifer lawrence Josh Hutcherson and Liam Hemsworth were all there. We were like a hundred yards to them. My friend ended up touching That's... his hand as they were leaving. Uh, Liam Hemsworth's hand as they were leaving. That's crazy. It was wild. Hunger Games, man. Phenomenon. But with that, should we start our film and book breakdown? Yes, we should. So starting with the very first book slash movie, The Hunger Games, the cl- the classic, the OG. <laughs> Um, as far as action we see from them, the great thing about this franchise is that we do actually get some action, action not yes. in the context of sports, but like we do get, you know, they are literally tested on their things happen. Movies. Yeah. Yes. Things happen. It's not all extrapolation. So starting with their training. Mm-hmm. So Katniss gets an 11 for, you know, her archery thing. Yeah. And then, so she does the best, whatever. PETA gets an eight for his strength doesn't he like throw weights and stuff yeah that's what it said because i was reading like i said i was reading all the hunger games wiki stuff earlier um and it said on Peta's page i think that in the movie he like throws medicine balls around mm-hmm. and it's something else in the book but it didn't like specify i don't know if it specifies in the book but in the movie he um he like throws some medicine balls around or something. So that he I'm, just like, goes in and works out, and they're like, "Cool, you get an eight. Yeah, which is like a pretty decent. That's a they, good score. Yeah, there's like some sixes in there. Like there's some. Mm, yeah, so there's Foxface, who's who gets the, the redhead. She got a five. Okay. Yeah, 
Rue gets a seven. She's the second worst for her climbing skills and intelligence with plants, it says. And then Peta and this other guy get eights. And then all the, like, career... That's what they're called, right? Yeah. The careers? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They all get nines and tens. And then Katniss gets an 11. So... And she... The only reason she really gets it is because they're not paying attention to her at first. Mm-hmm. And then she, like, makes that super sassy speech. Mm-hmm. And then shoots the bow and arrow at the apple mm-hmm. in the mouth of the pig that's just been brought in for them to mm-hmm. eat. So... Wild stuff. Rebellion. Yeah. Crazy. All for teen girls. Absolutely. So, so we know he's strong. That's cool. Yeah. We know she's good at a bow and arrow. That's cool. What else do we see from them in The Hunger Games? You know, I literally read, I literally read both of their entire wiki pages because I was procrastinating. And honestly, neither of them is very good in either of the games, which will get you catching fire. Is simply by not dying. Dying. Yes, literally. They don't really do much. Um, they kill, like, one person each, right? I mean, she kills people yeah. with, like, doing the bee thing, but, like, that's yeah. not really... Yeah, so she, uh, she kills Kato at the end right. after they push him off the cornucopia into the muds, and yes. he gets attacked, and then she, like, mercy kills him. And then Peta's, it said, was up in the air. It's not clarified, because he's hanging out with the careers or whatever, and something happens to one of the other, like, one of the other tributes, and he's, like... It's not fair to let her suffer like this because she's, like, dying a slow death or something and is, like, all put her out of her midst. So another projected mercy killing, but it's never we don't know stated how. explicitly if he actually kills her or just, like, stalls and, like, d- like hangs oh. out with her and then comes back. Like, you don't see that scene in either the book or the movie. It's just, like, a, that happened. Okay. And then she kills the guy that kills Rue. She just shoots him. That happens yes. in the movie, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, cause then, and then she has, like, a crisis about how she killed a kid. Mm-hmm. You're like, you're here. It's like yeah, on The yeah, Bachelor yeah. when they have a crisis about I was like, them dating other women, and you're like, you're yeah. here. I guess she didn't sign up for this. For a second, I was like, I was like, Thresh, but Thresh is the, the other Thresh dude from District guy. 11. Like yeah, Thresh. who lets her go yes. when Clove, he kills Clove. Yes. Which, oh God, Isabella Furman. I remember she was, like, hot was stuff that year, too. Her. She was, I was great. So and then she, like, didn't do anything mm-hmm. after that. But I was very in- she. I had such a girl crush on her. Yeah, but like in the in the like context of the actual games, yeah, they don't do much. Half of it, Pete is like injured, and she's trying to keep him alive once they reunite. Yeah, like, they like hide in a cave. Yeah, for a lot of it. Like really, nothing happens. Um, at some point, there's a bomb or something, and she loses hearing in it's part of one of her ears. She and Rue like set off all the landmines on all their supplies. Oh, yes, she like shoots the apple bag, mm-hmm. you know. And there's an explosion and she loses her hearing. But I forgot about the thing Good when memory. she goes to the Capitol. Yeah. And they, like, fix they her hearing. fix it when she gets out of the arena. Which, I don't know. I still feel like there's probably some pro- some weird stuff yeah. with that. She either has, like, a fucking bionic ear or it's just, like, honestly a little... It's kind of jerry-rigged. There's yeah. no in-between. There, I don't know. It's not the way it was before. But honestly, though, like, in terms of, like book-to-movie adaptations, I feel like all of these are pretty... Like, I feel like there's not a ton missing. I mean, granted, they are, like, much shorter books than Harry Potter, but, like, mm-hmm. I feel like the couple Harry Potter episodes we've had, we've had to be like, is there stuff in the book we're forgetting? But I feel like by talking about the movie, we're getting most of the they stuff really that's in the book. They really stick to it, yeah. yeah. And then, I don't remember PETA not being able to swim. That sounds <laughs> I was, right. I was I shocked. <laughs> I, I, like, was reading the wiki again, and I was like, 
it was that like, sounds right. It was but like I forgot. Finnick has to carry Mags and Peta because Peta can't swim and Mags is like ninety years old yeah. or whatever. And I was like, wait, Peta can't swim. <laughs> I was like, but it makes sense because he had no reason to. Yeah, there's no water anywhere near District Twelve, not for them to like swim in. I'm trying to think of what part of the country District Twelve is. I have no idea. I don't remember. I know the capital's in like Colorado. Really? District Seven is like Washington, Oregon, Idaho territory. Okay. Map of. Is it twelve is mines? It's gotta be like West Virginia, right? Yeah. This is um our Google moment. Map of Panem, brought to you by Google. Because <laughs> um, yeah, it's gotta be over in like the holler kind of area, right? Yeah. Look at the one from the Hunger Games wiki. Okay, yeah. So seven is like, because like obviously like the the this is a little mm-hmm. like where's the country stop and where's Canada begin? So like seven is like really north Washington and then like parts of Canada, Idaho, Oregon. District four is um like the Oregon coast and, like, most of the California coast, and then, like, five is Southern California. Ten is, like, bottom of Texas to Mexico. Eleven is, like, SEC territory. I think I'm from eight. Which makes sense. Eight is the textiles one, which, okay, Arkansas mm -hmm. and textiles. I guess cotton. That tracks. Yeah, 12, and 12 is the coal, the coal mines, which is, like, Washington, D.C. and Virginia and, like, North Carolina and a little bit of South Carolina. And then, yeah, the capital, I guess, this is probably, it's, like, northern Colorado plus kind of just a bunch of random states. I'm not good enough at looking at a map and being, like, oh, yeah, this part of the country. Right. But, I mean, like, generally speaking, yeah. Interesting. But checks, there's... I mean, and this is, well, I don't think they live anywhere near the water. They are definitely there's a not. there's coastline there. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I, he doesn't swim. Um, in this training, I don't know if we can, like, super count this because they, like, give it to them to put a target on their back. But they both get 12. In Catching Fire, Even yeah. though they don't really do anything. PETA paints a picture of Rue with, like, whatever they have in the room. And Katniss hangs a dummy that she's painted to look like Seneca Crane, who's the game maker from the 74th Annual Hunger Games. So they just, like, throw tantrums and they give them 12. Yeah. I mean, like, Katniss probably could have gotten a 12. But then again, she didn't really do much in the last Mm -hmm. game. So, like, just because she can shoot a bow doesn't mean shit. Right. Um, yeah. That's really it from Catching Fire because, again, like, a lot of it is just them getting, like, running into stupid situations like peter runs into the force field barrier around the outside oh yeah. has to get resuscitated he's really always having man to be is taken care of really not in a great shape um mags i mean like they don't like they just there's not a lot of fight they do a lot of running they're all very fast but other than that like they don't have a lot of one-on-one encounters i mean this game ends with them blowing up the the arena. There's a lot of there's a lot of strategy in this one. It's a lot of yes. mental stuff. W- yeah, which I do think I put that note somewhere. It's like we should talk about like the mental side because I mean like PETA dealing masterclass in dealing with the media. Oh, incredible! <laughs> if stuff. you're trying to get away with things, like, seriously, as so a media good. person, not appreciative of him lying to the media, but, but he does a great job. I respect at it. it. I yeah. respect it. Um, so then, Mockingjay. Speaking of 
media PETA. Media PETA. That's media going on. Pita. That's going on the. That's going on the Twitter. <laughs> media PETA. Uh, we get hijacked PETA, which I wrote isn't really athletic, but it's just like something to think about. Like, really interesting situation there. Yeah. He gets that like super me, gaunt. It made me so sad. Yeah. That was like one of the like emotional like like hinge oh. points of the book for me. Yeah. And the movie. Like and yeah. I mean, especially after watching those trailers, like they don't show him in either of those trailers mm-hmm. looking all gaunt like that. So I mean, I don't remember what my exact reaction was, but I'm sure I was yeah. very unhappy. I was like, I sweet baby boy, <laughs> protect him. He does still, even when he's um like emaciated does like almost strangle Katniss yeah. to death which she is caught a little off guard because right. she thinks he's recovering he and on her side. But he has the strength to yeah. basically almost do it. I mean Yeah, I mean like she has to like she like can't talk for multiple days yeah. and like has to do like recovery. So yeah. strong boy. <laughs> so I don't remember this note you have about the oh, vote man. on whether to send powerful people from the capital into the games. I don't remember this. See, this was another this was I another, po- like, kind of, like, polit- semi-political thing. So, at the end of Mockingjay, after they've, like, stormed the Capitol and whatever, they, it's, like, whoever's left surviving at that point. So, like, I mean, Finnick's dead. I, Hamish is around. Where mm-hmm. is this on this page? Okay, yeah. So, at the end, they storm the Capitol. Snow's been overthrown. Coin is the president who Katniss doesn't isn't really a fan of Coin. She's a lady well, from she District Thirteen. Kills her li- at yes, point. she does end up killing her. But like before that happens, so Coin becomes president and become and like proposes. She gathers the seven remaining victors who survived. So it's Peta, Annie, BT, Johanna, and Obaria, Haymitch, and Katniss. Okay, and gathers them and has them vote on whether. Oh, it's not even the most powerful people. It's the children of the most powerful people, which fucked up as hell. Fucked up as hell. She has them vote on whether or not, like on whether or not they should send these kids into the arena and have them fight to the death like the capital had all of these children from the the districts do. Listen to who votes for what because oh, I I think it's a lot to talk about. Voting no. The losing vote, might I add. Wait, really? (laughs) I don't remember this at all. Well, because it doesn't happen because Quinn gets murdered and they all kind of, like, move on. (laughs) But the losing vote, voting no, PETA, obviously, soft boy, Annie, who's, like, the mute one that Mm -hmm. Finnick marries, and BT, who's... Like, the good guy. Yeah, yeah, Wyrus's, like, lover, friend, whatever. Voting yes... Is Johanna, Edobaria, Hamich, and Katniss. Katniss is, has become so emotionally scarred by this experience that she's willing to send other children in to the experience she just endured. So the whole let me get this <laughs> the whole reason they're doing this overthrowing the government shit is to end the Hunger Games. And they said, fuck them. Do one more. <laughs> Do one we more. got one more in them. Do one more. Put the rich kids in it though. Oh my god, I don't remember this at all. I see I like vaguely remembered it, but I was like surely they all vote. No. I was like surely. Surely we've that learned is something. Fucked up. I thought Hamish would vote no. That's no no team no team players. <laughs> only only Peta, Annie and BT 
have any sense of loyal wow. like oh yeah that's crazy and like i don't know i would understand it more if it was like send in other game makers send in present like political and I figures think the instinct is like yeah make them like taste of their own medicine but then when you think about it you're like no this is the whole reason we're doing yeah. this and then and then you're like the children, the children. <laughs> The children. Are we imposing the same age limits? Like, yeah. 12 to 18? <laughs> also, like, not everyone in the cap... Like, I got the impression... I don't know if I'm remembering this correctly or not, but I got the impression that, like, not everybody in the capital, like, supported Snow in the end, right? Yeah, I definitely don't think so. Um, so I mean, like... Yeah, because they... What? I'm remembering there's, like, the one dude that's, like, a tailor that they hide out with in Mockingjay and that's how they end up getting in the sewers which is where Finnick dies right. because those, those like beasts things. are unlocked yeah. so yeah there are people that are especially by Mockingjay I don't know like Hungry Games Catching Fire how many people are on their side but yeah I read that and I was like oh boy moral quandary on our hands yeah <laughs> like, wow not great stuff and so then after that yeah they like she, she's Caddis is supposed to execute Snow, but then she executes. She kills. Coin she kills instead. Coin instead, and then there's a riot, and then Snow is found her... dead. But Snow also has like tuberculosis or something. So. Yeah, Snow's fucked up. <laughs> I remember reading when she kills Coin and being so fucking pissed at her. I was so mad at why? Her. But Coin's like, like not great. I know, but I was like, you end end yeah. this shit. Yeah, kill that's him. true. That's true. She like, should. Yeah. Oh, it made me. So I mean, mad. he still died anyway, that's so it true. was fine. <laughs> Shall we go through the combine? Yeah, we should. I'm excited for this one. <laughs> so, height and weight. We know Short King, Peter Malark. Both, <laughs> I was concerned about this because, okay, Josh Hutcherson, 5'7". Yeah. We know he's small. Rough. But I was like, what if Peter in the books is, like, really tall? He's only 5'10". Yeah, he's not supposed he's to be like super normal. tall. Yeah. But, I mean, comparatively, though, Katniss is supposed to be 5'5 five, five in the books, and... Uh, Jennifer Lawrence is 5'9". Wow. So that's, like, a big difference. And it, like, alters, like... I mean, like, the look of them as a couple. Which isn't, like, super important. But, like, the aesthetic My is internalized misogyny yep, is, like... wants the man to be taller. He needs to be taller than that. You gotta queue up. Have you heard the song Short Kings by Tiny Meat Gang? Short know. Kings <laughs> Anthem? You've only introduced me to Tiny Meat Gang, like, relatively recently, I think. Oh, through, uh, the one that's like, oh, God, why am I blanking? I know all the words. Um, mask off, but I keep a helmet on. It's fucked up to ride a bike with a mask on. It's not, not safe is the name of the song. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> they have a song called Short King Anthem, which would apply great to PETA. Anyway, so, yeah. 5'5 five, five versus in the book versus 5'9 in the movie for Katniss, and then 5'10 in the book versus 5'7 in, in the movie for so Peter. So tall queen, short king. Yes. Hand size and wingspan. Oh, fuck yeah. I gotta do it. I gotta do didn't it. Calculate I didn't calculate beforehand, do it. so doing it live. We'll, we'll, put in, we'll put in a little nice little like sound and then like cut to me mm-hmm. having the calculated hand sizes. Right, so uh, we're not gonna do hand size. So uh, bringing it back, folks. Um, just a, a classic uh, issue of sexism here is that um, there's plenty of photos of Jennifer Lawrence full body with her hands out because of award shows. Josh Hutcherson, literally none. Um, so that made it hard on me. But we tried to do Jennifer Lawrence. The math makes no sense. The math didn't quite check out. Said so it was five point nine. 
Well, 5.9 would be almost 6 inches. Yeah, but that's still really small, especially for someone who's 5.9. Yeah, she could have baby hands, though. I'd probably give her, like, 7. I'd give her at least 7. Mine's, like, 7 and a half. But I, I don't think women's hands are as proportional to their body size as men's are, necessarily. Like, I feel like a lot of women have small hands. Yeah. Anyway. Um... Vertical jump. I wish they like had actually measured stuff like this in the book. Would have made it so much easier. On me. This is, like that's basically what the training is. I know. Is, I dug through high. the wiki page. I was like, please give me something, and it just gave me the numbers. I would guess neither of them is particularly great. Well, if Peta's strong, like if he's muscular, he's got arm strength. He doesn't necessarily. We don't. Well, know it, about- it doesn't classify just arm strength. That's just that's what he true. shows off. That's true. So. I, I would say he's probably decently athletic, which is hard to imagine because yeah. Josh Hutcherson, short king, we love him. Yeah. But you, like he, he even in like the movie, athlete. he yeah. doesn't seem super ripped or anything. And like he's not he's not athletic in an athletic sense. Like he's mm-hmm. not, he's not an athlete, but he's right. athletic. Yeah. Like he's the dude that would that probably enjoys running, enjoys going to the gym. Mm-hmm. Not playing a sport. That, right. Well, we'll get there. But <laughs> yeah, I can see that, and I, I just, I guess, I just don't see his vertical being above average or hers. <laughs> I, I think she would be average. I could see him being a little above average. A little. I don't think he's like basketball player or anything. Mm-mm. But I think if he if he's like super muscular and stuff, he probably because that's all like leg strength. Yeah. And like, there's no way unless he's skipping leg day, which mm, he could be. I don't know, but I feel like he has okay. to. I'll give him slightly above yeah. average. Um. So I'll then, forty yard dash. I don't envision either of them. I mean, we see in Catching Fire, they're, like, literally running all the time. Yeah. But I don't, I guess I just don't think of either of them as being that fast. Like, in The Hunger Games, she's, like, the one of the last people to the cornucopia. Now, in the movie, She doesn't go to the cornucopia. Yeah, she, oh. No, she doesn't at all. She considers it, but then she tries to grab, like, a backpack that's, like, scattered on the outside. Uh-huh. And then grabs that, runs, has a brief encounter with Clove, where and Clove misses her and, and hits, hits the backpack away. and gets a knife. Yeah. And so then she gets away. Yeah, she right. never tries to go okay. for it. So okay. I don't remember what he does when he goes. Hold on, let me. Let me. I have all the wiki tabs open. Oh my god. I don't think. I don't think it really tells us. Like it, she's not. I don't think it's the same with vertical jump. I don't think that either of them is slow. Oh. This is interesting. It doesn't tell you immediately what he does. But, it says, at the beginning of the games, it is Peta who distracts Katniss when she looks ready to run into the bloodbath in order to grab the silver bow and arrows she spies on top of a mound of blanket rolls. And then it says he surprisingly teams up with the careers as Katniss finds out on the first night. So a little unclear. It doesn't tell me what he does to distract her, which I don't, I don't remember. He, I wonder if he does something or if she's just like, oh my god, it's Peta. Yeah, or if she's just like thinking, yeah. like, is Peta going to be okay? What's he going to do? Yeah. I mean... That's like an active verb there, though. Like it says, it is Peta who distracts yeah, Katniss. So that true. makes me think he must but do the something. That I don't know. Probably, <laughs> probably not. But we know Peta's strategic because this That's man true. on live television is first like, I'm in love with her, which you know is going to win over the hearts mm-hmm. of a nation. And then is like, we already got married because we're having a baby. Yep, <laughs> like, yep. man like, man is strategic is, as hell. Yeah. Um. So I wouldn't be surprised if he. Yeah. 
had that planned out all along. Yeah. Because, they do yeah. a lot of running throughout the series. I just, I think both of them are probably slightly above average, but I just, I don't see either of them I having think, speed as their number one. I think they probably have more stamina than speed. Yes, I agree. Like, distance runners. 100%. Because they have to run for, like, the entirety of both of the games. I don't think their, like, 40-yard dash time is going to be impressive, but, like, if you're looking at, like, a half marathon, like... They're going to be, like, top yeah. 25 finishers or something yeah, like that. Because they can run for a long time. That's a good point. So, I mean, there's... S- stamina is important in some sports. I feel like more sports rely on, like, quick bursts of speed. Yes. But there's definitely some sports that rely on stamina. So with that, let's go ahead and talk about making it major. You're the one who put notes in the doc this time. So I'm going to let you... Started off. Yeah. My general, my first instinct, you know, I always think about how they would fit. You know, I first think team or individual. Katniss's whole bit is that she kind of sucks. She's not great. And she does not play well with others. Which is funny because so many, it feels like she was like, oh, like, this is a role model for a generation of young girls. She's kind of a bitch. Yeah. She's kind of the worst. Yeah. She doesn't know what she wants. She mm-hmm. changes her mind all the time. Yeah. She... Big decisive as hell. She's mean to... She's just not nice. Makes... Literally, like, actively chooses the thing that you're like, that's the thing you shouldn't You shouldn't do. do that. That makes it worse. Don't do that. Um, Pina, on the other hand, is, like, number one simp. Like, huge, major team player. Like, yeah. I think he can fend for himself. I think that's what makes him interesting, is that, like you said, he's very strategic. He gets in with the careers at first. But I also think that when he's on a team, like, he he's not afraid to pass the ball, is mm-hmm. kind of what I'm saying. So, yeah. that's kind of how I feel team versus individual. As far as skill, I mean, Katniss, like, we're going to go beyond, like, being an archer. Yeah, we're going to say that's off the table. <laughs> Duh. Obviously. Not that one. So, as far as the actual sports, I mean, she... Anything that requires aim, she's going to be great at. Mm -hmm. Anything... I envision her being a pretty strong, like, physically strong person. Yeah. Um, Anything that requires aim, anything that's more cerebral, I think she's going to be pretty good at. Um, Because she does figure stuff out. You know, she's not just brawn. Like, she she does think. What do you think? I don't know. I'm, like, thinking about it. And, like, everything, I'm like, no, she's too angry for that. No, she's too angry. Because, like, at first I was like... Well, we're already, like, eliminating team sports because I, like, she just, it does not fit her. She would not do well. Everyone would hate her. Um, She gets so much negative press, I'm sure. And so then I was like, okay, what are some, like, individual sports we've talked about? Tennis? I think she's too angry for tennis. I, tennis is the one that I kind of am like, maybe. Because I feel like we've given tennis to a lot of people. Yeah. But at the same time, I feel like... I do worry that she would just be, like, a like a Hulk smack. Like, she wouldn't have the finesse necessary. Yeah, for and I, I don't think, like, the level-headedness is what I worry Agreed. about. Because you can be, like... Like, tennis can be an anger release for you. But it's But so you mental. have to you be... You have to be on yeah. it. Yeah. I was thinking more something, like... Like, maybe, like, swimming or something. Like, another Olympic sport. Mm-hmm. Where it's, like, completely individually driven. She could do... And, like, she could use do, like, a stamina swim or something like that. Like, a one of the longer ones. Mm-hmm. It's, like, you don't really, I mean, like, there is, like, mental stuff to swimming, but I imagine a lot of it is just getting from point A to point B, mm-hmm. which is how she thinks because of the think games. You technique and stuff, but it's not quite, like, strategy. You're not thinking and, about like, the other people, Well, and that's, technique is, I guess, like, another point in my favor, because, like, we know she's a good 
Mar- like marksman like with her bow and arrow and like there's a lot of technique with that mm-hmm, that's true so if she can learn that technique why couldn't she learn the proper technique for a butterfly that's true a no back reason no reason not across it's hard for me to do something though that doesn't involve aim because i think that's yeah her thing but there's not i mean when i think of sports that women play there's not really that much involving, you know? No. Like, because, like, I was thinking aim, like, basketball, but she yeah. can't be on a team. No. She can't be on a she, team. She would have beef with everybody. Yeah. Especially women's basketball. I oh feel like God. she would get on a lot of oh, people's bad sides. She'd be on a shit list for sure. Yeah. Now, the question is, say we give her swimming, do we think she goes pro? Like, do we think she's an Olympian? I don't know. I don't... I just, I just don't, I guess I don't I mean, see like, her, we've taken into account, like, what they would want to do, and I guess I don't see her wanting yeah. to I don't do think, any of this. That's true. I don't, I probably, especially if we're thinking post-games. Yeah. Like, if we're thinking, she like, headspace yeah. when she's, like, an adult, because, like, she's only 16 through 18 when she's, like, in the games mm-hmm. and then immediately leading the rebellion. I think in both book and movie, though, I mean, Kat, or Jennifer Lawrence does not look like she's 16 no, in any of the movies. But, like, after that, like, as, like, a 20-year-old, I, I think she's wanting to lay low. She's yeah. not wanting to do anything. I think it's just, I don't know, I just think that she's tired of being part of games. And yeah. part of somebody's... Poetry and motion. You know, she's not, tired of playing games. Tired of playing games. But I just don't see her wanting to be, like, you know a moving part of a wheel. And when you think of swimming, you're usually competing. You know, it's an individual sport, but mm-hmm. you're also often part of a, a team, team or a club. Yeah. And I you're don't representing see her really something still. to do that. Yeah. And, yeah. like, I don't know. I think she's too much of a hothead. I don't mm-hmm. know. I just, I don't see it. Yeah. I mean, she's definitely one of those athletes, if she did play a sport, that would retire and, like, you'd never hear from them again. Yeah. Like, retirement 100%. is the end for them. Yeah. Like, she's out of the public eye. Yeah. I... I don't know. I mean, like, as athletic as she is, I wouldn't mind not giving her a sport. I wouldn't. I think she does stuff to let off steam. Maybe not necessarily swimming. Maybe other things. But see, I'm wondering if she even does that, or she chooses something that's not like I feel a she physical has a thing. Lot of rage that she needs to like let out, and she's not going to be like knitting. You know, like she's yeah. Gonna be doing something. But also, like, think of the wear and tear that that had on her body. That's too. also more true. than like a physical sport. That's true. Is like. She's ha- probably has some major she's like, like arthritis, she's torn muscles and ligaments that have never been treated. Like, yeah. yeah, her body's gonna hardly let her do anything. So I, th- I'm thinking she needs to find something else to take her rage out doing. I don't know what, but I really, I really just don't think sports is a good fit for her mentally. I'm surprised. This is not the conclusion I expected I know, to reach, I know. but it feels right to me. It, yeah. It would feel very wrong to try it and force feels, her into a sport. It feels a little anti-feminist, but at the same time, I can't think of anything else. Here we are, we're like, women in sports, and then we're like, no, absolutely Emily, not. wearing her support women in sports, says Katniss is too emotional to play sports. <laughs> no. Well, we know, we're self-aware, okay? <laughs> Good lord. Uh, anyways, um, PETA? PETA. It's player, like I said. Peta's like one of those like early, late, like late 20s, early 30 year olds who's still going to the gym and playing pickup with like 19 year olds. Oh, absolutely. Like pickup basketball with, and totally fun. Like he'd have, he'd have like his baby in the Mm -hmm. baby carrier off Mm -hmm. to the side, like taking a nap and he'd be like, 
oh yeah, she's good. Like, let, like just pass me the ball. Like, totally pick up hoops, dude. I'm imagining him at the rec with our friends that play like pick up hoops. Take, yes. And I think that's yeah. I agree. At the same time, basketball, so short. Can't handle it. But that's why he'd be at the rec. Exactly. Like, he'd be at the rec. And in the sure. in the to stay fit, you know? In the book he's five ten. Yeah. Which isn't normal. terribly no. short, especially especially at the rec. Like, yeah. that's the height of a lot of guys. Yeah. So. As far as potential, like, pro potential. I mean, we've said he's strong. Weightlifting. That's it. You think he could be, like, a power lifter? Yeah. I think, but I don't think he'd be very good at it. Because those people are, like, bodybuilder no. level. No. Like, he'd not be, like, the power lifters you hear about. Right. But he'd be known in the powerlifting community, if that makes sense. Yes. Like, Like, only, there's, like... One circle that is all of the power lifters, and that is like a very small circle to begin with. And then there's the power lifters known by other power lifters. <laughs> That's a smaller circle inside. And then an even smaller circle, a dot, I may say, <laughs> is the power lifters known by the general public. He is not one of those. Name me one <laughs> power lifter right now. <laughs> I mean, like, power lifters who are posted on ESPN. Doesn't mean I, like, pay attention oh, okay. to it. <laughs> I was to say, I don't think I can name one. I couldn't, surely. But I'm sure there are some members of the general Someone public. Someone out there knows who could be a like, and a power lifter. Yeah, a singular one. That's why I said it's a dot in this grand circle oh that I just I just outlined. I don't see either of them going pro. In anything. I didn't think that this is where we would get. We're like, at the beginning, we're like, yeah, there's so much athletic stuff. Like, they do things in this book. And, and then, then we're, we're like, like, actually, they do nothing, no, and they're bad. Neither sport. <laughs> no. Mm-mm. Not athletic. No. But it feels right. Yeah. I literally cannot imagine it. I really can't either. <laughs> I can only imagine. I can imagine her needing a moment alone. Him taking the children. I think they have two. To the wreck, to the gym, and being like, the kids are doing your swimming kids. lessons. Yeah, like or the kids are doing swimming lessons, or like coloring on the side, and one's sleeping or whatever. And he's like, yeah, like, but I'm imagining Josh Hutcherson in a zip up sweatshirt, shorts, dad sneakers, hopping around the gym with some like 20 year old boys. Yeah, and he feels most alive when he is hooping at the yes. wreck. Yes, and he's, like, the one that, like, people, like, enjoy playing with because they know they're going to feel good playing against him, but he's also fun. Like, he's not a bad sport about it. Like, he'll high-five you after you dunk on him. Yes. Wow. (laughs) This is going to bring me joy thinking about. Yes, and this does make my heart warm. Uh. So that's, I guess that's our verdict. Yeah. pro for either. Peta's hoops at at the wreck and Katniss needs to find a place to put her her negative energy. Don't we all? <laughs> Don't we all? But anyways, um, follow us on Twitter if you haven't already. We'll post. Maybe I'll find a good picture of Josh Hutcherson looking like he's about to go to the wreck and like Photoshop. We haven't done a good Photoshop in a while right. on the Twitter. It's been a minute. So maybe we'll do that. Um, we're at 84 followers right now. I think should we uphold one of our things from last season where if we get to 100... We, we will do before I move. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. So if we get to a hundred followers, only sixteen away. I'm sure everyone who listens to this, the twelve of you that do, that's like only <laughs> one and a half friends for each of you that you need to get to follow us on I Twitter. I know you all have a. Friend I know you all have one friend that you can tell. They can. They just, can mute us. They can mute <laughs> us. We don't tweet that often. <laughs> like they're fun.
fun tweets too. Like they shit are. posts. They're yeah. shit posts most of the time. So get your 1.5 friends to follow you and we will go through a combine. Maybe we'll get one of our talented videographer friends to Ooh. make a video Andrew of it. making a, a highlight reel. <laughs> Andrew Moore, if you're listening to this. <laughs> I don't think he listened to our live one, but oh, Jake cute. Jake Fine, if you're listening to this, because Jake Fine usually Jake Fine does. does videos. Yeah. Jake Fine is our biggest supporter. Uh, Jake Fine is one of our biggest supporters. Jake, I hope you're listening to this right now, but um, anyways, new episode, probably... Is that spring break? I, well, that's what I was thinking. So, obviously we follow usually like in every other week's schedule, but our spring break is coming up. So what we might do is do like a bonus episode between now and then sometime to fill the gap because we do have like a couple really fun bonus episodes planned out and I turn 21 the day after this is going to publish to Spotify which means it will be completely legal for us to talk about me drinking on the pod so I think it'd be fun I haven't posed this to you but I think it'd be fun if we did one of the bonus episodes like significantly drunk I'm very yeah I will have to pick which one it was because we had a couple forecasted and some of them were more like you have to be thoughtful, but like, or we could like even like figure out a way to do a drinking game mm-hmm. out of one. Ooh, um, ooh, there's yeah. an idea. Maybe, hmm. We'll keep. I'll keep that my idea to myself. Re- okay. Listeners, you don't get to know it, and I'll tell Christina after we we turn off the <laughs> thing. But yeah, be on the lookout for that. We will post on the Twitter as it's upcoming. Tell your one point five friends to follow us, and we will see you next time. See ya. Okay, so we have just prepared to run all of our previous characters that we've done through a very popular online Hunger Games simulator, (laughs) and we'll be informing you of how the results go. So, this includes the characters from our bonus episode. Yes. So, that was Lee Shang, Jin Erso, JJ from Outer Banks, Winston Bishop, Kit Fisto, and Abby from Love, Simon. And Katniss is included because we needed one more person. So, rip Peta, but... (laughs) This is like the first round, the bloodbath, it says. Tiana, Peter Parker, and Jacob Black work together to get as many supplies as possible. (laughs) Padme rips a mace out of Winston Bishop's hands. JJ snaps Ray's neck. (laughs) Another another um alliance. Amy March, Yoda, and Groot. <laughs> I'm making a graphic out of these. These are Amy hilarious. Spacemen, come with um, me. Leia runs away. T'Challa runs away. Cedric runs away. Draco grabs an empty backpack. More people run away. The only person to die, it seems like, is Ray. Okay. Proceed. That's wild. I know. Two cannon shots can be heard in the distance. Who's dead? Ray and Jen. So oh, that was the end of the full okay, first day. Okay. Peter Parker and T'Challa hold hands. It says. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, Yoda receives clean water from an unknown sponsor. I'd sponsor Yoda. Joe March begs for Anakin Skywalker to kill her. He refuses, keeping Joe March alive. Wow. Why does that have a little bit of like an enemies to lovers vibe to Stop, it? You're too much. Um, Edward falls into a pit and dies. Okay. Meg March springs her ankle. That tra- she does that in the movie. Yeah. Wow. 
Okay, so end of day two, Edward and Katniss are out as well. Okay. So we're down four. Lee Shang begs for Jacob Black to kill him. He reluctantly obliges killing Lee Shang. Wait, Wait, what? Who kills Lee Shang? It says Lee Shang begs for Jacob Black to kill him. He reluctantly obliges killing Lee Shang. So I think the system messed up. Okay. But Lee Shang is now dead. Okay. That's sad. Oh. Oh, no. Still bad. Anakin Skywalker and JJ threaten a double suicide. (gasps) It fails and they die. (gasps) Amy March bashes Tiana's head in against a rock several times. That is how Amy would kill someone. Yeah. For sure. Winston Bishop attacks Draco, but he manages to escape. I can't believe Winston has made it this far. Winston is making moves. Moves. Um, Kit Fisto sprains his ankle. Sad. The rest is boring. Beth March picks flowers. That's really... That, wow. That's she's out so here we lost, we lost four on day three. Lee Shang, Anakin, JJ, and Tiana. Okay. How did JJ die? Oh, the double, double suicide. suicide. Padme decapitates Groot with a sword. Holy shit! Cedric defeats Peter Parker in a life, but in a fight, but spares his life. Oh, kind. That's so bad. Could not have Cedric killing. Wow, we lost six on day four. Groot, Beth, T'Challa, Amy, Abby, and Draco. The feast. Leia steals Winston Bishop's memoirs. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Would be writing memoirs during the Hunger Games. Kit Fisto, Joe, Cedric, Peter Parker, and Jacob all decide to not go to the feast. Padme repeatedly stabs Yoda to death wow. with a weapon I cannot pronounce. S-A-I-S. Asais? Asais? I don't know. Never heard of that. Repeatedly stabs Yoda to death, so rough for them. Day five. Leia travels to higher ground. Funny. <laughs> Zing! <laughs> I am the higher ground. Anakin. Yeah. Cedric goes hunting, Winston Bishop fishes, Kit Fisto receives fresh food from an unknown sponsor. So only Meg March and Yoda died in this fifth day or whatever. Fifth night. Leia, Kit Fisto, and Cedric get into a fight. Kit Fisto triumphantly kills them both. Oh my god. Jacob Black, Peter Parker, Padme, Winston, and Joe March sleep in shifts. So they are all in an alliance. Day six. Winston Bishop sprays his ankle. Jacob Black searches for a water source. Kit Fisto bleeds out due to untreated injuries rip my man wow i thought he was gonna make it i know peter parker hunts for other tributes joe march hunts for other tributes wow peter parker's still in the running i'm amazed leia cedric and kit fisto dead night six padme and joe march sleep in shifts jacob black loses sight of where he is peter parker attempts to start a fire but it's unsuccessful winston bishop thinks about winning Day seven, Joe March discovers a cave. Winston Bishop receives a hatchet from an unknown sponsor. Padme discovers a river. Peter Parker tries to spearfish with a trident. Jacob Black constructs a shack. Come on, people, let's do some killing. Nobody's killed on day seven. Night seven, Winston Bishop defeats Joe March in a fight but spares her life. Why are they doing this? Peter Parker and Padme tell stories about themselves to each other. Cute. That tracks. Jacob Black dies from hunger. Sad. Rip. Uh, day eight, Winston Bishop chases Peter Parker, Padme fishes, Joe March sees smoke rising in the distance, but decides not to investigate. Okay, so Jacob was the only one that died. We're over a week into this now. Joe March sets up camp for the night. Peter Parker, Winston Bishop, and Padme get into a fight. Padme triumphantly kills them both. It's Padme and Joe March. This is redeem- redemption for us saying Katniss wasn't going to oh play a sport. Oh my god. <laughs> 
Should I tell you a story? Because it did not give us very much for how the person okay. who kills wins. So, um, Joe Marsh and Padme were the only two surviving um, tributes. And they decided to go back. They both decided to go back to the cornucopia, not knowing the other one was also going there. Because there was different things that they needed really badly, and there was no more sponsors coming in, no more sponsors sending things, so they needed to go to the cornucopia. Joe March needed an antiseptic for a wound on her torso, and Padme needed a little bit of water because she hadn't been able to find clean water in a while. So they both go back to the cornucopia. Starts pouring rain, thunder, lightning everywhere. Chaotic. <laughs> it's chaotic everywhere. They're across the clearing from each other, looking at the cornucopia, and they can see each other, and they know this is going to be the end for one of them. <laughs> so, they both debate, should we even go in? Should I just try and extend my life and run in the opposite direction? But all of a sudden, there's this wind, very strong wind, blowing through the trees, and if they, if they turn around, the wind just pushes them farther towards the cornucopia. That's how strong this wind is. It's all artificial, so it doesn't matter. I can make it up. <laughs> They're going, so they realize they have to go against each other. What weapons do they have? Padme has a hatchet, and Joe Marsh has a sickle, because apparently those are the only... No guns or anything in this simulator, just sickles and hatchets. So Joe Marsh has a sickle, Padme has a hatchet. They get into the middle. Because the sickle has more reach, Joe is able to get Padme over the shoulder and hooks her and drags her towards her. Because, like, sickles are curved, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's like, hooks her by her left shoulder blade. Padme's right-handed. She's hooking her by her left shoulder blade. Drags her toward her. Padme's, like, obviously very in pain. So she's, like, not trying to do anything with her hatchet. Joe grabs the hatchet by, like, the hatchet end, but not the sharp side of the hatchet end. Like, grabs it by the metal, but not the sharp part. Grabs it, spins it in her hand, straight to the face. Joe March kills Padme with her own weapon. <laughs> Holy shit! Three cannon shots can be heard in the distance. Oh, the winner is Joe March from District God. 1. <laughs>